I was uh, scrolling through Facebook um, mindlessly, aimlessly one morning um, this past week, and I saw a post come up that talked about um, our generation and um, us not being tied down to a job, not going to let a job kill us, right? Um, I'm notorious for if I ain't feeling it, I ain't going to let y'all run me into the ground. I've left companies before under those terms. Um, and it, it, it is, it just kind of is what it is. And that's kind of the mentality that I'm seeing with this workforce. Yo, what's good, good people? I am Merck, and this is Dynamite Hill. For all my first timers, welcome to the hill. For all my old heads, y'all already know what it is. So, yo, check it out. Um, I was uh, scrolling through Facebook um, mindlessly, aimlessly one morning um, this past week, and I saw a post come up that talked about um, our generation and um, us not being tied down to a job, not going to let a job kill us, right? You know what I'm saying? And, and I, you know, I shared it, put my own kind of little two cents on it. Picked up a lot of steam, picked up a lot of traction. And I thought to myself, like, bro, I really, I really live this. Like, I really live by this philosophy. And I started thinking about all the complications and all the nuances that, you know, that those of us that kind of have that mentality have and how that interplays with kind of COVID and working from home and, and trying to figure out what these new normals uh, kind of with with working and, and managing and negotiating with the with workforce now, uh, kind of looks like and what it will look like moving forward. And um, you know, just to give you guys a little background on me, I got to a point in my career, you know, where you know I was a, a high earner, um, you know, had a lot, had a, a good bit of autonomy, uh, but you know, I was working for. Companies that, you know, just like any of us, after a little bit of time, you get burned out and you have to find things to kind of recharge you to really feel motivated and 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 feel like you really tapped in. And I'm in marketing and and I try to look at it as, you know, being an ethical marketer. If I don't feel the energy of the brands, um, I have to either kind of manifest that excitement and that dedication and that loyalty. And if I can't, um, then it may be time for either my either me to make a shift or to you know speak with the rest of leadership to talk about some things that we can do, you know, be it from a culture standpoint, from um, a product standpoint, whatever the case, to kind of figure out what's going on. But um, I'm notorious for if I ain't feeling it, I ain't gonna let y'all run me into the ground. I've left companies before under those terms. Um, and it, it, it is, it just kind of is what it is. And that's kind of the mentality that I'm seeing with this workforce. I think it was in the, um, 
New York Times a few weeks ago, um, I read something. It was in the Times or the Journal one where I read something um, along the lines of, you know, people are, you know, you know, in these professional roles are choosing to not go back to work at all rather than to not work from home and enjoy kind of the leisures and the comforts uh, that people have gotten an opportunity to taste and experience for the first time due to COVID. And, you know, it's, you know, I've seen, you know, some senior leaders, some executive leaders, you know, who have an old school mentality to it. Like they want you to clock in and clock out. They want you in a building. Um, and I, I think this is this is really talking about a shift in culture and work culture that has to be addressed because there is going to be a moment when this all comes to a head. And I think that, you know, work, you know, workforce employees are gonna have to shift uh their mentality about what it means to work for a company. And employers and companies and, and senior leaders are gonna have to shift what their expectations are to be able to better accommodate and retain high level talent in all these different positions. But, you know, for me, man, I, 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 taking kind of the COVID stuff out of it and really just kind of getting back to that kind of core message around uh, not letting these companies run us into the ground. I know it's cliche, but I'm sure you guys have all heard the, you know, take your vacation, you know, take that time off. You know what I'm saying? Make sure your mental's right. Make sure you, that you're in a good space because if something happened to you, your company gonna have uh, your job up online, um, you know, within hours of whatever it is that happened to you. Like we're all kind of easily replaced in that situation. And it's true. And I think that our generation has um, definitely taken that more to heart. And, you know, kind of putting my social scientist hat on, I look at the way that the generation, our parents' generation that preceded us and their kind of relationship to work and seeing, you know, our parents, you know, even with me, like seeing my mom, you know, go work jobs that she absolutely hated. But, you know, there was this, you know, kind of culture around, um, you know, within the workforce that work wasn't about enjoying necessarily, you know, what you did. It wasn't necessarily about being happy and enjoying being in 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 whatever company, being with, with this building, interacting with your coworkers. It was about, you know, a means to an end. You got to work to eat, you know, and that was just the relationship with it. And I, and I just, and I'm sure a lot of us can relate. I've had these conversations with a lot of friends and colleagues that our parents and their relationship to work greatly influenced our attitude towards work and towards you know our companies and 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 the leaders in those companies and I mean I can tell you now as a former manager director um, of a department my workforce you know my my you know my employees that I've been fortunate enough to have you know typically are kind of younger but I've had you know folks that are older and it's 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 weird seeing that dynamic uh, in the way that you know some of the older members of teams that I've led um, kind of approach their work versus some of the younger members on that same team. At one point, you know, I had um, uh, well, actually, a couple points in my career. I've had guys that are in their forties, fifties, even sixties um, who've had to report to me on the same team with folks who are fresh out of college, 22, 23, 24. 
And the way in which they approached, you know, their relationship with me, you know, as their director, as their manager, you you could see the clear kind of separation, the generational separations. That older group, it was, I need to show, I need to show him that. I provide value and that I'm dedicated to the company and I'm dedicated to him and I'm all this kind of stuff. And, you know, my younger crew was just like, hey, is this cool? You know, does this work? Hey, I need time off for this. It was two different approaches. I used to have to really, you know, grind in with with some of the older um, members of teams I've led and like, hey, man, take some time off. You know, you want to go out for lunch and, you know, go check out a museum or, you know, you want to hang out with your family. Like, nah, take that time. I want you in a good space because you also being in a, in a, in a good space as a human, as an individual makes you, you know, a better employee, makes you a better team member. So I was heavy into that. Um, you know, in my younger group, you know, they kind of, it, it was laissez-faire. You know, you got to kind of like, hey, you know, once I feel comfortable with you, that you can do your thing, I'm gonna let you breathe. But that's not the case. And, you know, I've even had times in the past where I've had, you know, peers and other senior leaders come to me in companies like, hey man, you know, you, I'm, I'm not comfortable with the way that you lead in your department. You know, they just seem a little, just a little too loose. And, you know, my retort is, you know, how are we performing as a company? Our sales up, you know, how, how are we performing across our publishing channels? Are we doing well? You know, how's digital looking? You know, it, it, and everything is performing well. So it's like, maybe you shouldn't focus so much on the management style and focus on the results. And what I'm training, what I've always been a huge kind of flag bearer for is giving people the space and opportunity to one, be healthy, functional humans in their lives and encouraging balance. And, and I, I hate that whole work balance, work-life balance thing, but it's really just about life balance. And as an employer, as a manager, as a director, as a leader, doing what's necessary on my end to make sure that we're meeting you know, the needs of the company and performing to the level that we need to, but also showing care and investment you know, in those that you know, report up to me to make sure that they're in a good space, not only professionally to be able to perform and produce, but also they're in a good space, you know, being a, a support system in the areas where they're comfortable to allow me to be, um, to make sure that everything from an employer manager standpoint that we're doing to ensure a healthy, balanced life for our employees. So, you know, that's that's very contemporary. That's that's a very modern approach to, to management and leadership, even though I think it's getting a lot of momentum. Um, but a lot of these companies are being ran by people who don't believe in that philosophy whatsoever. And you're seeing this shift in mentality in the workforce where you have younger folks who ain't going for it and older folks in control who are used to that traditional, older, generational style of, of, of an employee who is has to be completely invested to the company, has to always make themselves available, overwork, 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 underappreciate, underappreciate. And there's, there's, there's a clash. And I think COVID, as it has in many ways, has sh shined a light on all these lapses and gaps um, and this is one of them and the way that, you know, employer and employee relations are, uh, has shown kind of these holes and gaps in how much companies are willing to 
um, kind of bend and accommodate for employees to encourage comfort, to encourage life balance, and to um, you know accommodate them in the ways that they feel comfortable and can produce. And it's, it's, I mean, you see the conflicts all across the board. A good friend of mine was telling me um, there was kind of messaging along with, with, with their company that, you know, you guys are going to restaurants, movies, theme parks, all that kind of stuff. Now you can come into the office and, you know, that's, that's a short-sighted way to look at it. It's, it's about autonomy and freedom. And if you have good folks and the talent that you want to retain and you want to keep in these companies, these are your A and B employees, you have to compete for them now um, because everyone understands the moment that we're in and the environment that we're in. And you have to compete for these folks. And if they ain't going for it and they already already with you, they're going to leave. And if they are out seeking and, you know, have, you know, maybe fortunate enough to afford themselves a lifestyle or they don't not necessarily pressed, um, they're not gonna work for you, and you, you, the high level talent, you're not gonna keep them, you're not gonna retain them. They ain't gonna want nothing to do with you. So, it's um, it's 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 really, you know, I'm, I'm curious. To see how, I'm I'm kind of out of the workforce now. You know, what I'm saying I'm I'm fully kind of entrepreneur entrepreneur mode, kind of running my businesses. But I even see this kind of with my contractors. It's like I try to make it easy for them. I try to make it accommodating because that's just what you got to do. It's it's. You can't just make folks, you know, punch the clock anymore. There is there has been a seismic shift and there's going to continue to be shifts and the momentum is moving in this direction. So I'm curious to you guys, man, tell me some of you guys stories about when you weren't going for it with your company, when you didn't put in those notices. Let's talk about burnout. Let's talk about, you know, not being respected. I mean, it's, it's, it's a ton of things that we can jump into on this, but I'm curious to hear you guys perspective. I might jump back in with a friend of mine who's an HR uh, professional to give a little insight um, on that side of it to, to kind of extend the conversation. But I'm curious to hear you guys' stories, man. Drop them in the comments. Um, you guys already know all the handles, Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok. I'll put them all down in the description so y'all can link up with us that way. Make sure you subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast. Um, on YouTube, Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon, it's, you know... Anywhere where you get your podcast, we in there. And um, yeah, again, the store is coming soon. We got some merch coming for you guys, a bunch of cool stuff. Um, and I'm going to do some giveaways too. I know I've been saying all that, but I, but I got them. I got them. I'm just waiting for the right moment to drop, drop it on y'all head. You feel me? But lock in with me. It's The Hill. It's merch. Love.